baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I read this and I thought of you, Lee. Okay. Um, it, it just it shows you how in our country we don't talk about the actual things that are going on that are important. Right. We talk about fake news. Yeah. As we tilt from one fake crisis to another fake crisis, mm-hmm. one narrative to another narrative, but we don't talk about the things that are actually important. So we're going to do two of those in the segment. Here's the first one. Okay. So we heard about the absolute atrocities um, against black voters. Uh, particularly in Georgia, which really was like Jim Crow, as Joe Biden explained, right? It was so bad for black people there that they, they were just pregnant. They were practically living through Jim Crow, and they need a white guy like Joe to save them yeah. with lots of ballot boxes that can be stuffed, yeah. with thousands of ballots at a time, you know, hundreds to thousands at a time in violation of Georgia law like that. So if the Democrats uh, can't stuff ballots in boxes paid for by Mark Zuckerberg— then somehow the black guy gets it. Right. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the narrative. Right. And, and it was always implied, but they were never really specific about how black people were being discriminated against. It was just very bad, we were told. Yeah. Um, and, and when the Democrats tell you something like that, but they don't give you a lot of details, you know it, you're, you're getting hosed. Okay, this is hilarious. Trafalgar mm-hmm. tried to find a single, because remember, Stacey Abrams said this too, that the election had been stolen from oh, yeah. her, right? In fact, she continued to claim that she was the elected governor of Georgia. Oh, yeah. She was an election denier before Trump was ever accused of such. And it doesn't matter how many times she loses. And the media were big into this. And this was all because black voters were repressed somehow. And they never say how, because they're not. But they're repressed somehow or something. Um, Jim Crow South. Okay, so new poll out. Get this. Oh, I thought it was Trafalgar. It's actually not. This is even worse. Conducted by the University of Georgia. Okay. So they asked black voters. Well, I mean, it's Jim Crow all over again, right? Only Joe can save you. The last living segregationist in office. I mean, there may be some other guy in a rest home I don't know about. who Joe was a segregationist until the early 80s. The only other ones are like dead. They're like Strom Thurmond. They're They're in museums now. And, and then there's Joe. The guy who gave the eulogy for the Grand Kegel of the Ku Klux Klan, yeah. who was also the senator, Robert Byrd, yeah. that guy, the guy who did that, what, 12 years ago? Mm-hmm. This is just incredible, the racism Democrats get away with. But anyway, um, it's because we do a poor job of, of holding them to account. Um, we, we are the party of civil rights. We are the party that, that, that fought for freedom, um, you know, Civil War era, and somehow we get branded the opposite. But anyway, so University of Georgia goes looking for for even like one repressed repressed black voter in Georgia. They're trying to find one, and they can't. According to the Atlantic Journal-Constitution, among black voters, 73% said they had an excellent overall experience voting in Georgia. Mm -hmm. 23%, an additional 23%, said they had a good experience. 3% said it was fair. Well, how many had a poor experience? If you're reliving, you know, the Jim Crow era, it must have been terrible, right? None. Zero. Like, not even one? Not 
even one. Oh, come on, there had to be one guy. Because nope. all the Democrats are telling us that the, the black vote is being suppressed in Georgia. Oh, yeah. And that's the only reason Stacey Abrams lost. Well, that and they didn't stuff enough ballot boxes. Yeah. They were 50,000 50, short. Yeah, the governor got rid of them conveniently before his election. He left them up for Trump's election. Um, and we know from from the, the movie Thousands and Thousands of Mules, I forget the number. Um, I mean, you could literally see the video of them stuffing the ballot box with hundreds of ballots. You cannot do that. You have to get special permission to bring a single ballot of another absentee voter with you and vote uh, for them, like by putting the ballot in. You cannot stuff handfuls, fistfuls at a time. So we have people breaking the law, but the official uh, story is don't look there. It's black voters who are being repressed. Well, uh, you know, maybe maybe next time University of Georgia can look a little harder to see if they can find one. In other words, what this shows you is how the Democrats lie and how they use and discard black people. It's just amazing that you know, Democrats sit there and believe that statement, but yet when they poll the the the, the black voters, nobody fesses up to having had any voter suppression going on. None in this poll from the University of Georgia. And remember what they said. You know, if you if you require an ID, then then that is racist yeah, or something. Even though everybody is required to get one, and they're pretty much free from the state anyway. So, and that is also a requirement of. Uh, many, many transactions, both with business and or government um, elsewhere. In fact, you can't even get into a, a federal courthouse without a photo ID. And remember when they polled this at the time and black voters polled like slightly higher than white voters in favoring ID? Yeah, yeah. But we're still told somehow this was discrimination. So this, this, is, this is Joe Biden's Jim Crow, Georgia. Zero black voters disenfranchised, can't even find a one. The state whose legislation regarding voting is less restrictive than the home state of the president himself, the state of Delaware. Right. But don't let facts get in the way of your truth. Can't let that happen. No. No. Meanwhile, a shocking headline you will never read here in America. So we talk about fake things like Jim Crow in Georgia, right? Mm -hmm. We spend our time debating fake things. Real things, though, don't get get short shrift in this country. We don't talk about them much. Like this headline from the UK Daily Mail. Was it worth it? Question mark. America has suffered 300,000 non-COVID excess deaths since 2020 as experts blame lockdowns and delayed health care for spike in. Um, the number one killer is cancer. Number two is heart disease. Number three, drug overdoses and firearm fatalities. 14 um, it's 300,000 non, so it's non COVID. Okay. So these are not, this is, we've removed the people who died from COVID. That's not in the equation. This is over and above what you would expect people who did not have COVID. These, um, are thought to be mostly made up of surges, Lee and deaths from cancer, heart disease, drug overdoses, firearms during the pandemic. Um, Dr. Cody wing health policy expert from Indiana university said a lot of it is because, um, we did the lockdowns and people who needed them did not get heart screenings, cancer screenings, didn't mm-hmm. get heart medicine, yeah. didn't yeah. get blood pressure medicine. Cause remember how it was at the time. I mean, like you, you couldn't get an appointment right. no. in some places yeah. because of the lockdowns. Yeah. I mean, people were not just not going and these were the people the most afraid to get COVID, you know, because they already had an underlying yeah. condition. They were terrified. They were the most vulnerable. So they weren't making appointments. Even though, heck, my cancer might be back. Um, or 
Um, they tried to, and their clinic wasn't accepting appointments because everybody was terrified. And, and notice the lack of criticism of this policy now when, as a Republican, if you even voted for for not to increase the current budget for health care, that you would be, you know, accused of causing people to die and that you're cutting medical uh, benefits, even though what you're simply voting on is simply not to increase the spending further. So the article walks back through all of these, you know, studies basically saying, hey, listen, lockdowns didn't stop the spread of COVID, didn't stop COVID deaths. Some of the highest COVID death and case numbers came from states with the strictest lockdowns, right? So we got nothing positive out of lockdown in, ter- in terms of stopping COVID. And now we've got 300,000 excess deaths because of lockdowns. Mm-hmm. So you remember me that back during the day, I mean, the, it was so Stalinist. If you said, hey, you know, maybe lockdowns aren't a bad, aren't a good idea. This guy over here from Stanford, shut up. You're getting censored. But, 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 but this virologist from Stanford, Stanford says he's an expert. Shut up. That's what we lived through. 300,000 people dead. And we don't even talk about it here. Yeah. Do you remember how we got lockdowns? This is a good time to, to do the reminder. Remember Scarfini, Dr. Deborah Burks? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Biggest flake ever in medicine, probably. Admits in her book last year, I mean, it was stunning. That whole two weeks to stop the spread thing, yeah. she just made that made up. It up yeah. She just made it up. She had no scientific data. She just really felt after watching some YouTube videos about China, which we now know were propaganda. They weren't real. Um, you know, the ones with just young Chinese people dropping dead in the street. I mean, even the age demo wasn't right on those. It was propaganda from China to get us to shut down. They opened right back up and kicked our butts in GDP growth that year. But anyway, she fell for the YouTube video. She said after seeing the YouTube video, she was determined she had to lock the United States of America down. But she didn't have any data to justify it. So she made she made up two weeks to stop the spread. That did not come from science. That did not come from data. That didn't even come from the hospitals we were supposed to be helping out. She just made it up. And she said, yeah, I needed two weeks to find some data to justify staying locked down. 300,000 dead. Where's Scarfini? She was the hottest get besides Fauci for the long time. Does anybody want to get her on TV? Talk about this. 300K dead. You, you upset about this? Cancer, heart disease, you care? No? Okay. She got away with it, Lee. She got away with it. 96,000 business, businesses permanently destroyed, and that was just through September. Absolute economic destruction. Oh, and we're broke. Yeah. Because she just felt. Look, you know what? She just felt we should shut down. You know what this, you know who killed these people? It was Scarfini. But it was the power given to Scarfini and Fauci through censorship by the FBI, which censored for health and human services, the FDA, the CDC. No other debate was allowed. You could only listen to uh, this, this this absolute airhead. I'm just amazed this person even has a medical degree. And Fauci. And you couldn't listen to anyone else. And it didn't matter how prominent they were, how vaunted they were, how many peer-reviewed studies they had had published, how many awards they won. You were not allowed to listen to anybody but these two lunatics. 300,000 are dead. And no one is doing a single interview. It's barely reported. you got to read about it in the UK Daily Mail. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.
Well, it is on the Murdoch murder trial. Joining me is reporter Jonathan from Fox News. I apologize, Jonathan. I don't have a last name. We've just kind of gotten you on the fly. Uh, Welcome to the show. Thank you. Good to be with you, Tara. So tell me, what is going on right now with the Murdoch trial? Okay, so jury selection resumes at 11 o'clock this morning. Uh, Yesterday, the court was able to narrow down the initial jury pool. We started at the beginning of the week with 900, narrowed it down to 120 prospective jurors, and then 80 were selected at random to return this morning again at 11 o'clock. And from that 80, uh, you're going to see prosecutors and the defense striking them until they narrow that down to the final jury, 12 jurors and six alternates. And we expect them to settle on this jury, to have a jury seated by the end of today, with the possibility that they could start opening arguments uh, late today, if not today, first thing tomorrow, most likely. Uh, Jonathan Seary, Fox News reporter, I just want to know, um, are we going to have, I, I know there was coverage last night saying, you know, the defense might not be able to mention the shirt if they do the opening arguments either today or tomorrow um, because the, the, they're not going to mention it because the judge hasn't ruled on the admissibility of that. Now we're hearing the judge hasn't ruled on the admissibility of the other hundred, you know, financial charges. Are you here? Do you have any updates on that? Yeah, the judges decide to wait for um, issues to come up during the actual trial before okay. the court decides whether jurors can hear evidence about, A, the blood spatter that was found on the T-shirt that uh, Alec Murdoch was wearing the night that his wife and son were, were found shot on the family property, and also whether they can talk about, whether the prosecution can talk about those multiple financial crimes. I think Murdoch faced something like 99 counts of uh, allegations that he was pocketing money from, from clients prosecutors want to mention this um, because they they want to build their case on the idea that uh, Murdoch was that his financial crimes were catching up with him and that the earlier on the day of the murders his law firm confronted him with these allegations and the prosecution is going to try to convince this jury that uh, the crimes were committed the death of his wife and son uh, their murders were committed to distract from those financial crimes defense attorneys insist prosecutors are trying to push this theory because they have a weak case on the murders and uh, the defense insists that there is no evidence of any dispute within the Murdoch family uh, Dick Harputlian, the, the lead defense attorney, uh, mentioned photos showing the family having a great time together. Um, friends saying that they were with the family at a, a ball game with, within the, the week before the murders. And videos that were posted to social media uh, showing the father and son together having a great time. And so they are uh, – and that may give us an indication of these Google and Snapchat uh, videos that are apparently going to be presented to the jurors. Yeah, including that Snapchat one. I think UK Daily Mail has already said that um, that Alec Murdaugh is in the background joking around with the family, and that's two hours before they're found dead, um, and so that the defense thinks that'll help them. Yeah, the defense wants to show this as a, a happy family, yeah. that there would be no reason for Murdaugh to, to kill his, his wife and son. 
And then uh, about the, the evidence from the shooting, the judge denied a request by the defense to block an expert, a ballistics expert, from testifying um, about rifle cartridges that were found near the body of Murdoch's wife, Maggie. Um, that expert is expected to testify that the cartridges have marks consistent with a gun that is now missing from the Murdoch family home, uh, but had been fired on uh, in other parts of their property. Other cartridges found at a, a shooting range on the property. The defense wanted to block this, arguing that this is not proof that the same gun was used or that it was a gun that was owned by the Murdoch family. Uh, but the judge denied that, and apparently this expert will be allowed to testify during the trial. Jonathan Siri, Fox News reporter, I got a question for you. I just haven't been able to find the answer anywhere. I know Bust, Buster Murdoch, the surviving Murdoch son, is supposed, he's on the list of people who are supposed to testify. Do you know if he's for dad or against dad? Is there any way to tell what side he's on? You know what? The, uh, the British tabloid, the Daily Mail, um, asked him, uh, whether he was supporting his dad in the trial. And uh, ac according to the Daily Mail, he replied angrily um, that, and, and I can't remember the direct quote, but it was something to the effect of, I don't want to see in print that I'm supporting my father. Something that that's my paraphrase of what he had told the tabloid. So okay. uh, if if that is a if that account is correct, if what he told the Daily Mail is is accurate, uh, I would assume that he would be a, a witness potentially benefiting the prosecution. Wow. OK. And I missed that one. There's so much out there. You Google it and it just you get deluged with with stuff. Um, any other observations, Jonathan, Siri, that you think are interesting? Uh, no, just the, the just the location of, of, of this trial down in Colleton County. It's a, a small, tight-knit community where uh, not only Alec Murdoch, but multiple generations of his family served as attorneys, and uh, not just attorneys, but solicitors, the lead prosecutor uh, in this community. In fact, he had a grandfather who had a portrait hanging in the very courtroom yeah. that he's being Biden that had to be removed. And so uh, what struck me is when they were interviewing these prospective jurors, most of them, about 90 percent of them, had either previous knowledge of this case, if not direct knowledge of this family. And wow. so the these are, are not looking for people who are living under a rock and have never heard about this. They're looking for jurors who can remain impartial despite their pre-existing knowledge of this family and this very small, tight-knit community. Jonathan Siri, I know you got to get back to work. Um, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you'll be back. My pleasure, Tara. Anytime. Good morning. Okay, I want to come back to this. Because this is a perfect illustration of what I've been saying for a long time. Censorship kills.
kills a lot of people. The Democrats are determined to live this way now. So is the EU commission. I'm going to do a podcast on this. They are threatening Elon Musk that if they don't give in to the same censorship regime that Facebook and the other 14 platforms, including Google, have given into, that he's going to be sanctioned. What does this mean? Well, the law that they passed says that they can take up to 3% of Elon Musk's revenues, not profits, revenues, um, on the international market. Twitter's already on the verge of bankruptcy, Elon Musk has told us. And part of what they get to do, the EU commissioners, is they get to send a censorship team in and not just censor European citizens, but censor Americans as well, since Europeans would be able to read American posts. Okay, what, 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 is, what do we look at? This is huge news. What are we looking at? Well, I'm not on Twitter, so I don't even care. You're an idiot. If you're not on Twitter, you should be. Shame on you. Even if you're only doing retweeting. It, it, we need to support freedom. What, what is it? This is the first international government speech control. And what they're doing is brilliant. What the EU is saying, I talked a little bit about this yesterday. What the EU is basically saying is, well... Uh, if you don't censor and allow, they want their censors embedded in the building, going over the policies, writing the censorship policies as need be, as new things come up, new truths that need to be censored come up, and controlling this. Or your platform gets fined and then is sanctioned, does not get to be in the European Union. This is because an iron curtain is now coming down on the West, it's specifically coming down on Europe. So if they get away with this, and here's the thing. Back when American presidents were, you know, identifiably culturally American, we would have pulled rank here. We would have said, uh-uh, no, 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 you're not, you're not doing this. Nope, 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 you're not censoring America. This hasn't been a word for the Biden administration. This is, when you talk about one world government censorship worldwide, this is it. This is one of the biggest and most important battles of our time because right now something happens you know what you know what goes on you know what people do and this is going to happen this is going to be increasingly and it's good from pakistan to russia to america if you want to know what is going on what do you do you go to twitter you go to twitter that's what you do you can see every kind of perspective there you can even find out what the russians are saying it's pretty important to know that since they're threatening us with nukes and retaliation for the troop escalation that we're doing there and the tank escalation. American media doesn't want you to know that. They just want to go forward with the escalation. Why? Censorship kills. And this is a perfect example. A 300,000 high stack of bodies. Who killed these people? Well, you want to know specifically? That'd be the FBI. The FBI, in their own words, acting as the belly button of Twitter, the gatekeeper, because there was so many censorship requests from the Department of Health and Human Services, from the CDC, from the FDA, and from Pfizer, that Twitter was becoming bewildered. They couldn't even keep up with the emails. All the right people get to shut down all the wrong people. So FBI said, you know what? We'll handle it. We'll just take on a role of Stasi here, and we'll just go ahead and handle it. So they censored for the CDC, the FDA, the Department of Health and Human Services. Nobody's stopping to consider, are these agencies right? Nope. Were lockdowns a good idea? Uh Uh-uh. 
Only one narrative was allowed, and only two people of all the doctors we have in this country were allowed to have an opinion, and neither of them were virologists. The world's foremost virologist were instead told to stuff it. 300,000 people are dead. So let me just read the coverage of this. This is how it would read if we had an honest media outlet in this dang country. Headline, UK Daily Mail, was it worth that America has suffered 300,000 non-COVID, this isn't counting the COVID deaths, non-COVID excess deaths since 2020. As experts blame lockdowns and delayed health care for spike. Now, some of these were drug overdoses and firearm fatalities. Yes, that's Joe Biden's cartels bringing the fentanyl in here for the, uh, for the, for the Chinese. So that's a separate uh, kind of murder. Um, but this right here, U.S. has suffered nearly 300,000, listen to this, more deaths than usual in the more than two years of the pandemic that cannot be attributed to COVID, UK Daily Mail says, uh, with researchers blaming lockdowns and delays to healthcare. Now, if this had saved lives on the COVID side, stopped spread, stopped it, then maybe, you know, you could yeah, average it out. It didn't. Article makes that clear. In fact, the places you'll remember with the heaviest lockdown regimes, the blue places had the worst death rates and the worst case case rates. Florida came out smiling with an economy intact. So what is the answer here? What is the message here? What is the takeaway? Censorship kills. When we designate people who are more right and more beautiful and more moral and more better than everybody else, Deborah Burks and Anthony Fauci, and it turns out they're stone-cold liars. People die. People die. The 300,000 excess deaths did, did not have to happen, but for the lockdowns, according to the UK Daily Mail, these are thought to be mostly made up of surges and deaths from cancer. These people were locked out of their screenings. Heart disease is number two. So cancer and heart disease, number one, number two. Drug overdoses, firearms during the pandemic. Dr. Cody Wing, a health policy expert from Indiana University, told DailyMail.com these pandemic deaths, um, these pandemic mandates kept people who needed care the most away from the doctor's office, the psychologist's office where they could have gotten help, kept them out of cancer screenings, kept them out of heart screenings, kept them from getting cancer and heart surgeries. All because of a lie. (coughs) Excuse me. And when it was all over, Scarfini laughed. Scarfini. Never forget Scarfini, who writes in her book, (laughs) oh yeah, I just saw some videos on YouTube and like, I saw these Chinese people dropping dead and I decided to lock down America, she says. What Fauci's idea was mine. And this woman is a dingbat. And she said, yeah, two weeks to stop the spread, which we were told was the absolute paragon of science. And if you question it, you were locked down tonight and the FBI is going to take you down. We now know. They were going to take you down for Pfizer. They were going to take you down for Moderna. They were going to take you down for the Department of Health and Human Services for the FDA. And she tells us in her book, oh, yeah, I just made that up. Was that based on science? Nah. Now I just decided personally I was going to lock the country down. And since I'm one of the only two doctors allowed by the FBI to speak, 
And we now know that from the Twitter files. If you're asking, why are you talking about the FBI? The Twitter files have showed us the FBI acted as the gatekeeper here. They did the censorship. They took down the accounts. They silenced Jay Bhattacharya, who was right. Stanford doctor. He probably didn't know anything, though. FBI knows better. So if we could listen to Jay Bhattacharya, these people potentially, many of them would not be dead, but we were not allowed to. He's only a Stanford medical doctor, renowned in his field, but FBI agents who didn't go to medical school decided they knew better and that you should only listen to Berksy, who it turns out was lying, lying her butt off. So she said, yeah, I made up two weeks to stop spread. Sounded good. And uh, she said Fauci liked it. He picked it up too. It wasn't based on science. We just made that up. We just made it up. That could have been countered if Jay Bhattacharya from Stanford was allowed to speak. If the medical experts from Harvard and Oxford, Johns Hopkins, like Dr. Markeri, were allowed to speak. But they were not. They were not. They were driven onto more and more low, uh, lowly frequented platforms. They were censored across 15 platforms by the FBI on behalf of the CDC. Oh, yeah, we're here. We're at the FBI. We're here to counter the Russian disinformation. There wasn't any. Twitter tried to tell them there was no Russian disinformation. They couldn't even find a damn Russian bot. This was your government. And so Berksy tells us in her book, yeah, I needed two weeks to get some scientific data together to justify continuing with the lockdown. But by then it had started. The censorship was in place and it rolled. 300,000 people are dead. So this whole censorship thing, it's killing people. It's not just bad. It's not just illegal. It's not just unconstitutional. It's not just the beginning of a police state. It's killing people. It did kill people. And I, you know the funny thing? This UK Daily Mail article, I wouldn't dare post it to Facebook right now. You know why? FBI will take it down. I'll get a warning right underneath it. And I've got to distribute my podcast. So I, I can't do it. They'll give me a strike again. FBI is going to go right for this article and shut it down right now. Except on Twitter. So I retweeted it. Go get yourself a Twitter account. Be part of the revolution and retweet. Me, somebody, I don't care who. Retweet. Make the FBI mad. Remember her on TV? Hey, why don't you decorate your mask? Yeah, I'm seeing masks with rhinestones. They're so cool. What an airhead. Mask didn't work either, by the way. Like her lockdowns that she totally made up. Texturate Scarfini lied and people died. Look, you don't want... I'm really torn here because... Look, all the radio consultants think you shouldn't talk about COVID anymore. People are sick of it. I'm sick of it. And you know what I'm talking about? Is it's not COVID. I'm talking. Talk, it's not COVID. I'm talking about it's censorship. And why am I spending so much time on this? Well, I'm really not. I get all those texts. I'm really not. I mean, this was week in and week out, and week in. I had people who are as freedom oriented, and conservative, loving as as and as the day is long in this audience, telling me I was killing people by speaking out against the lockdowns. That's how powerful this propaganda was at the time, and the censorship of the FBI to to, to 
you know, on behalf of Health and Human Services, the FDA and the CDC, to keep there from ever being another side of this. And the reason I'm spending so much time is I don't care about COVID anymore. COVID's a disease. I'm bored of it, like you are. But they're going to do this again. It's going to be some new thing, some new narrative. And I want you to remember in crystal clear detail how they lied to you. But how it seemed so real at the time, the fear, the fear that caused 300,000 excess deaths. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to add this to the UK Daily Mail and say that some of those were killed by the shot. They were. The shot's got a pretty big kill total. Uh, it's going to be at least 30,000. That's what we have in VAERS, probably higher than that. But legitimately, some of these were cancer and some of these were heart disease. And then they were deaths of despair. Um, people not getting treatment for their drug addictions. Alcoholism. Problems like that that led to other problems. Texture rates. Maybe that's what they want, population control. You know, I used to shrug my shoulders and I think that's no way. These days, I, I think anything's possible. These people are nuts. Texture rates, oh, I love this. Texture rates, masks work great now. They indicate most of the liberals. Yeah, I know. Now, the texture rates, uh, the VA hospital in Asheville wasn't doing eye exams during the shutdown. Someone pencil whipped my metal, medical record so it looks like they examined me. Well, see, it's not good if you end up with, you know, eye cancer. Texture rights were any of those 300,000 uh, excess deaths, jab deaths, guarantee they were. They're just not willing to admit that yet. There's still enough of the narrative alive that they're not going to admit that. But yes, they were jab. They're probably tens of thousands of them were jab deaths as well. Texture rights. Um, remember what Obama's creep advisor said, never let a good crisis go to waste. Biden would love to start World War III and then take the attention off him and his corrupt administration and family. Yeah, bingo. Now, the texture writes, it was all just a money grab. Yeah, everything is. Uh, Another texture writes, easy way to find out if the lockdowns killed all these people is to compare the states that had strict lockdowns versus the states like South Carolina that opened up pretty early into the pandemic. Well, yes, and and we did that throughout. And you remember the heavy lockdown states, for the most part, had the most deaths and the most cases. And folks, that's why they wanted the lockdown. Remember the New York City study that showed that locking down, locking all these people in together actually facilitated the spread. That's why they wanted the lockdowns. They needed as many cases as possible to continue the lockdowns and the government power because they wanted to get to vaccine passports. Okay, we'll keep the show going on Battleground Podcast. You could always get it by texting keyword Battleground to the text line 71307. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 